Hey guys, it's me, Tony Capobianco, and you are listening to the first episode of my podcast, Hot Takes and Protein Shakes with Tony Capobianco. If you want to see me live, you can find me here in my base of operations, Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, as well as throughout the entire South and some upcoming dates in other parts of the country as well. Follow me on social media at Tony Tell Joke on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That's right. My username is at Tony Tell Joke. I have completely steered into the Neanderthal persona. I mean, if you got it, flaunt it. And because this is the first episode, we also have our first guest. And his name is Yasser Takaji. Yasser is a professional bodybuilder. He is also my personal trainer. And I've gotten to know Yasser for many months since uh, moving down here to Nashville. And he's probably one of the most chill slash hardest working people I've ever met. Hell, it's because of him why I have abs. Yasser is definitely a fountain of knowledge as far as the sport of bodybuilding goes. I certainly learned a lot from him. I'm sure you will too. Yasser has also lived a fascinating life starting from Syria, moving all over the world before settling down here in the United States. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. It's the first time doing one of these, huh? Oh, yeah. That's, I'm excited. Hell yeah, man. I'm it's going to be good. Hey, you're on the first one. Yes, sir. How are you doing, man? Pretty good. Very good. I just saw you yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, he's still got... How have you got... been since yesterday? Uh... <laughs> you the day? <laughs> oh, I got like... Jersey Ace Ventura too. I think I, I've seen all of them, man. Yeah, there was a yeah. There's a scene where he gets shot up by tranquilizer darts and oh, he can't move yeah. his arms. <laughs> yeah, that's my. Favorite. Yeah, yeah, he's like that's one of those little favorite. guys you see in front of a car right, dealership. Right, right. That's right. how I felt. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. So first podcast, obviously, Yasser, you've been personal training for how long? Man, a personal training uh, happens after I've been in the sport for quite some time. I actually like. <clears throat> got into the personal training um after like realizing that's what i really want to do for a living to be honest like i used to i used to have um a nine to six job man you know i've done it for seven years i was still bodybuilding but it was more of a passion for me so i Mm. hated that job man i used to be in logistics for a plastic company behind the computer all the time spreadsheets man it's a disaster yeah, I would think, I mean, like, you know, bodybuilding is a very exciting sport, very, but yes. very much like stand-up comedy, right. it doesn't always pay the bills. No, it doesn't, man. No, it doesn't. But in the same time, I knew that back then, but I jumped anyway. I oh, of course. Anyway. It was, maybe, we can talk about it a little bit more later in the podcast, but it was, uh, it was interesting, how I, interesting how I changed how I thought about it because... I did some uh, psychedelic, actually. I did some mushrooms, ah. yeah, man. And, oh, yeah, we'll definitely have to oh, expand yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get For to sure. It. Now, yeah. before we get into all that, I want to start with, the, this is a theory I have, and um, I noticed with a lot of bodybuilders, growing up, they were either A, really skinny, mm-hmm. or B, a little on the chunky side. True. So which side were you on? I was between the skinny and the chunky, but um, I started basically just to really have something for me. Mm. literally um like a lot of people when they were young <clears throat> you get a lot of uh, bullying at school of course and i used to move a lot because of my my dad's job so i lived, I, I moved in different countries what did your dad do um my dad used to work in um, this travel company and uh, it was like back there where there's buses to for transportation not like airplanes and stuff like that that's back in the day early 90s and, su- and, and such so I lived in Saudi Arabia, I lived in Dubai, I lived in Bahrain, uh, I lived in Jordan for quite some time, but most of my younger years were like Damascus, Syria. Oh, nice. Yeah. And yeah, what then was I started it? to move after that, yeah. So what I, was it like just like living around the Damascus <clears throat> area? Damascus is beautiful, man. Damascus yeah? is the oldest capital of the world if you really look it up. Like this is a lot of culture, a lot of history. A lot of things that, oh my God, this is still exists until this day. You'll be like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I figured there'd be a lot of like just, just history. Just like, you know, definitely. Just, like if you're a big history definitely. buff, I'd assume like, that'd be one place. So many civilization came to us and like basically occupied us and like invaded us. Hmm. So we have a touch of everything. Like the French were there, uh, the Romans, the Turks. Oh my goodness, like 
I don't even know all my history because there's so much of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can definitely fall down a rabbit hole definitely, when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah, because you go back thousands of years. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, stuff's been happening for thousands of years. Definitely. And especially in, like, that part of the world. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, I don't really regularly watch the news, but it seems a little dicey. It is, man. It is. And the thing <laughs> is, oh, my God, you have no idea. The people, people of, of the Middle East, they're hardworking people, man. Like, they, they really want to, to create a family, support that family, protect this family until they die. That's, that's what we are. That's what we are programmed to do. That's the matrix, basically, that we grew up into. But governments, governments and, and um, the hunger for the power and, and, and the money really got us here. I mean, when it comes to where I am from, uh, Damascus, Syria, it started uh, <clears throat> in the beginning with Hafez al-Assad, which is uh, the father of the president that we have right now. And he kind of like took the power from wh whatever the regime was back then. Like he cooped on the, hmm. on the country and he took over and basically made it his own mafia. He hired his own people, his family, and he ran that country for, for, for two like 14 years something like that and he sucked it dry and when he died his son came out like a king mm. there you go the dad is dead the son will take it and did he did he like was he like a like a good king or mm, no. or is he no, just there's just dictators, a brat man dictators full-blown dictator full-blown dictators they just take 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 and give little to the country mm. Because we had everything. We had so much resources. Syria is very self... Um, like, the economy can be self-made within the, within the country. We didn't need to, to bring anything in. We can make anything. Self-sufficient. Self-sufficient. It was basically Wakanda yes, of the Middle East. Definitely. <laughs> and the people, like I said, they're hardworking people. So there's people are good at what they do in every single career of, their, of, 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 of the economy. But... When people stop, not able to, to make money just to feed their kids, man, this is where it gets really out of control. They get hungry. And when they get hungry, they start kicking. So that's what we did. Like, well, the reason why I'm not in Syria right now, because we just said, it's enough. Enough is enough. We don't want that dictator no more. So we went to the street. We said that we don't want this regime no more. And he replied to us with telling the army to shoot live at us, you know. And uh, I lost friends. I, left a, I lost a cousin. And I had to leave. Mm. Yeah. And that's when you came here to the States? That's when I got here to the States, yeah. And I remember uh, when, I when I first ran into you uh, at, uh, at the gym... Um, you were, we were talking about doing personal training mm. sessions and you were telling me like, you know, I'm qualified in this. I got my degree in this. I'm like, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> I it's like, it. I can tell just by looking, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I could already tell. Plus we were talking about the whole, like, you know, constantly working hard. That's another thing I noticed about you is that like, you, know, you just got that hustle all the time. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And that's like something I, not saying I don't see it a lot. It's just that it's. Sometimes it's a rare quality. Right. You don't see it all the time. You don't see it nowadays. Uh, to be honest, I kind of agree with you on this point. This generation is lazy. Yeah. I mean, we're both millennials. Right. Yeah. But, we're both. Oh, the generation that coming after us is Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not going to say go ahead and say all of them. But I mean a lot. Well, I'm, yeah, a definitely. noticeable amount. Paint, you cannot paint in the same brush. Yeah? Like that's like something that I always yeah. put in my mind. And but from what I'm what we're seeing right now, like all this, all the uh, the qualities that we learn from our 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 parents is not getting passed to them for some reasons. They're losing some things. Yeah, I it's my belief that a lot of it is passed down through more of like a societal sort of thing because like you know True. you grew up with you know with parents from the Middle East, my, both Definitely. my parents are Italian, Definitely. so yeah, I mean, we got like, you know... So you get past some of the culture to you. We got that culture yes. and yes. like, you know, like the concept of hard work, because when my grandfather came here from mm -hmm. Italy, like, you know, he... Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much yeah. of a language he spoke, but he was just a just right. went straight forward. He was like a, like a bullet train. He just exactly. kept on see, going and going and going and going and going. It's not going to happen anymore. It's not there no more. Yeah. It's hard to find somebody from Gen X, as an example, who would go and start from scratch and also end up at the top. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's something I've noticed that 
if they're not putting in the work, they start complaining, hey, why Absolutely. don't I have why? the same results exactly. as somebody who is putting right. in the work? Right, entitlement them is dangerous. It is, it is. I mean, like, but, you know, I think that there's a, it'll come in cycles. Like, you know, it'll like, I, there's something circling around online. Like, you know, hardworking people create good times or peaceful yes, times. Yes, peaceful times from, create. Yeah, Joe Rogan said that yeah, in his podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, like weak it, people. It, weak so people true. create troublesome times. So it's going to go. It's circle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now we are in the soft men will create hard times. We are in the hard times. Until we start to become hard is going to be easy times. Yeah, it's something that's going to, I think, just going to, just have to come naturally to right. to us because Definitely. like uh, sometimes um i used to go to this other gym uh it's like one of those kind of mainstream el cheapo gyms mm -hmm. and it's just like you know just flooded with gen z fuck boys <laughs> <laughs> like, oh i see it all the time now. oh yeah i mean it's That's it's it's pretty is. much a joke at this point but i don't yeah. think they realize it yet but yeah in case those you don't know what a fuck boy is they're like you know like sit like 17 to right, like young 20s right. you see the same nike yeah they're the same wicked shorts. skinny wicked skinny <laughs> usually white uh they have that weird broccoli haircut yeah yeah, yeah. and they all look the same they all look the same Isn't they have crazy? like at least one dangly chandelier <laughs> earring yeah it look like it yeah they look like an androgynous piece yeah. of broccoli and you know to be honest man like with to to be fair for them this is great yeah I mean, he's doing great <laughs> oh job. god when i was his age no i wasn't as 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 a badass as him no i don't think so mm. like, they're doing a great job right no now. i mean like they 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 were born at the right time <laughs> and in fairness to them i mean there was some pretty stupid ass trends when we were their it age is, is, i remember when like everybody had the spiked frosted tips oh yeah oh yeah terrible. everybody th looked like guy fieri yeah and I'm, the most, <laughs> I'm the most like i'm the most basic person you can like find ever like all my clothes are like solid colors my hair is like normal the way that i dress is normal like i try not to like bring attention to how i look because who wants that attention <laughs> who wants that sometimes oh, like, you oh don't man. want people to look at you all the time like oh staring at you that, oh I feel man like you that's, hang that's out. who i am though like you gotta hang out with more people... comedians man <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i mean well i'm pretty toned down right. at the moment right. yeah just like plain tee black jeans right, pretty right. you know subtle however <laughs> there are people going up like they're well yeah you got a show you're well of show course i mean if you're on a show it's yeah. a performance yeah you're gonna go up looking like david bowie i'd say right. go right ahead right, but right, even right. with regular everyday life you know they, it's just like some sometimes we just have this innate need to right. have eyes on us at right, all times right, definitely honestly like see listen nobody is Nobody gonna get upset if you got attention, but sometimes a lot of it can be annoying. And I'm saying from a point of view where, like, when I'm getting ready for a show, you know, you get so shredded, and like you go to Kroger or you go like to Walmart as an example in a tank top, man, you're gonna get uncomfortable. You're gonna get uncomfortable. Mm. And sometimes I still get uncomfortable by like you know just walking around, and you just get eyes. I know that those looks can be like innocent and like oh like oh maybe I'm motivating somebody, but having those eyes 24 7 for you makes you feel like mm, i am the i'm the dark duck in here like I'm, mm. why am i getting those attention all the time one of the reasons why i want to move out to florida as an example nobody wants nobody knows me in florida which is a great thing so when i go to the gym i don't have to talk to everybody i don't have to do this i don't have to do that so i'm kind of a person that's just me that i prefer less attention mm. that's just me Oh yeah, I mean, plus there is uh, like, you know, like, uh, like an overlap because, I mean, you and I, we both moved here to Nashville. Uh, you moved here like, what, six or seven years ago? Uh, it's been nine. Nine years? Nine years, yeah. All right, so I moved here from Boston about a year ago, and yeah, you just, you, I mean, there's something about that fresh start where yeah. nobody man, knows I you. Yeah, I love it, man, I love it so Yeah, it's just oh like, God. you know, blank slate, it's like, it's like starting page. over. Yes, mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's like you're just rewriting a new book. Mm -hmm. and you just, you know. You can decide whatever you want to do. You oh. can be whatever you want to be. And you're not going to have those thoughts. Oh, this person might know me. So when I do this, might get judged. So it kind of like gets you off of this kind of mentality where you can go like full throttle. I'm going to do this. I don't care about it. Can we say F in here? No, this is a class. This is a <laughs> okay. classy. Okay, no, no go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck so, yes, we can say it. 
<laughs> so yeah, what I was saying is like, you know, moving to a new place that will allow you like to get that fresh start uh, really kind of fire you up, man, in mm. my opinion. Because when you get familiar to a place, when you get comfortable, when you get in your comfort zone, and believe me, I believe the comfort zone is terrible, man. You got to get out. You gotta feel uncomfortable. Mm. If your if your your true potential comes when your when your back is against the wall, you got no other options, and you gotta survive. This is where your true potential happens. Yeah. So if you don't put yourself in situations that is not comfortable to you, you're not gonna ever know what you're capable of. Yeah, it's almost kind of like a natural fight or flight sort of. Uh, feeling because like you know that's where you find out what you're made of. Like, right. You got a, right. Like. He, like an example is like there there was a time where like I got fired from a job and I mean you know I wasn't good at it so suddenly I have no affects you yeah yeah and then like you know I mean I got another one almost immediately but right. for like that period of time waiting to start the new one you're right. like okay uh, start doubt yourself yeah it's like oh they just like question how, like your value right and right right then you're like you, all right yeah, exactly. what am you i gonna but value. you're like what am i gonna do to rectify this situation right, right, right. am i gonna a just like you know call up mom and dad or b or just i just work. i'm just gonna you know, work yeah. this out do it on my own no help from yeah. nobody there is nothing better than working yourself man mm -mm. in any situation mm -mm. any situation working on yourself is the best thing you can do <laughs> oh yes there's no other option man oh my god Whether i love it so a, a heartbreak uh uh got fired from a job um you don't know what to do and then you just want to do something just work on yourself yeah like if you like like sometimes you ever look at yourself now and compare yourself to like 16 year old yasser oh my god oh my goodness I would never. <laughs> like if yasser like 16 year old yasser that's were in the same question, room man. that's a great question i would never think that i will be here today <laughs> oh my god sometimes i think about that i'll be in the shower you know i will like you know, smoke some of my bud you know you know get you know after a long time at work standing chat chat ch <laughs> shouting at people telling them what to do i get in the in the shower and i think about where I was when I was b before I come here like I'm talking about when I was 22 23 that stage for me was hard because I'm just like trying to figure my life you know mm. like I don't want to be like everybody else <laughs> oh no I don't want to be like I didn't want it to fall follow to fa fall into the matrix you know mm -mm. the matrix is go find a job get married have kids live your life miserable and then die. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. No, you don't want to let that cookie cutter no, life. No, it's not for me. It's mm -mm. not for me. And bodybuilding really kind of like saved me, like saved my life, really. Like I've been I've been in bodybuilding since I was 17 years old. And I told you what those reasons, you know, getting bullied at school. I wanted to do something for myself. I wanted to really create something that nobody can take away from me. So I can, that's me. That's the credit. That's my hard work. And bodybuilding is a hard, 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 hard sport if you want to really perfect it and do it right. So before I wasn't as intense, but I've always liked to go and just get the sweat, get the the feeling of lifting, you know, feeling good, having the pump and all that. But um, when it comes to like really uh, career-wise and bodybuilding helped me to look at things in a certain way because body but when you put something in bodybuilding you're going to get it in return and you can apply that in your life too oh most definitely definitely 100 percent. because no matter what you do when you put something 100 percent, you're going to get something you're going to get something back you invest more than you invested yeah i mean you get back Mentally, in the work you put yes, in yes yeah. yes so that's how I looked at it, man, and that's how I I got into this, um, you know, career that I have right now, and that I'm trying to grow in and become better at it every day. I'm not even close to where I want to be, but I love it, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, you well, since we started, I think a few months, I think it was like March. And yeah, I mean, March. you've helped me lose almost like 30 pounds, which yeah. is, I mean, dude, proud like, of you, man. I'm oh, thank you. you. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, ever since like, you know, I, I look at myself in the mirror and it's like, God, 
damn, I look good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what, man? That's a credit that nobody can take away. Oh. No matter how much I can brag about, oh, yeah, I helped. Yeah. I helped and I helped. But by the end of the day, if you don't do the work, you're not going to get no results. Of course. I will, I will say this. I would say, like, of, like, the entire regimen, the hardest thing for me has been food. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean the workouts. Uh, I mean, the like you know, the workout is the fun part. The workout right? is that, that, that's <laughs> recess. That's recess. <laughs> it's the fun part. You go to the workout so you can like feel good. Oh yeah, I mean like Not you to know, destroy yourself. A lot of people, oh, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm gonna go work out, bro. Shut the fuck up. No, no. People need to look look at work. The physical portion of working out as recess. Because mm-hmm. I mean that. I mean I love doing that part. And why you know when whenever we work. I mean yeah. Like you. Sh- I mean I thought I knew what I was doing, and you just show me little tweaks. Like oh, put your you know turn your elbows the in form, or yeah, pump your chest out. Just little things like that make such a huge difference. Absolutely. So that part. That's the fun part. The food part. Yeah. That is that is where the heart. I mean, I'd say that's eighty five percent of your results. For me, yes, I would I would say if you want to change your body, seventy percent of that change is going to come from the food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because before, I mean, I knew about like you know weighing your right. you know getting the right amount of ounces of you know meat and this many ounces, this many, many grams of veggies, yeah. so on and so forth, but because. But because there's just so much information out there in the internet, yeah, like I don't know. You don't know which one. To I don't know go who. With. Yeah, who yes. do I trust? Or sorry, do I start with this meal plan and then listen to stuff from this guy? Like I don't know how I apply it all. Right. But like you know, since then, since you know, talking to you, it all just kind of all started to make sense. Yeah. And I will say, uh, yeah, the food part, like we have, I have like the six. Least, there's like six the meals a day. Favorite. Least favorite meal of the day. Let me ask you this. Oh, the least? Least favorite right well, now after like doing it for so many months. Uh, I would say the tilapia. The I mean, tilapia. I yeah. mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're in a massive cut. But usually when we started, we didn't start with oh, tilapia. Oh, no. When we started, what was it? It was like... It was like uh, chicken. Oh, yeah. Turkeys, yeah, chicken, like broccoli, asparagus. Yeah, yeah, egg whites. Egg whites. The breakfast I actually love. Yeah. Egg whites is my favorite. Egg whites, eggs, blueberries. And on carb days, we have like the Ezekiel bread. Yeah. Uh, now, do you, for your eggs, do you ever add anything like salt, pepper, or hot sauce? Oh, definitely, man. Because I, I add hot, hot sauce. I'm I like, I am cheating. Man, <laughs> well, listen, hot sauces are usually zero calories. Oh, yeah. 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 It's... And even if you put a little bit more, so it's going to be like five calories, fuck it. Yeah, that's like a piece of gum. Exactly. Yeah. But the problem is people don't think about, like, say they threw other condiments that's actually high in calories and doing it every meal, this is going to become a problem. It's going to be like 300, 400 calories worth of freaking mm. ranch by the end of the day. And I'm like, bro, yeah. you can't have a whole fucking meal with this ranch that you just ate. Or like adding olive oil. Yeah. Yeah. Olive oil is a highly dense food. Like in one tablespoon, you've got 150 cal in it. Yeah. I mean, like a, l- a little bit goes a long way, but right. too much. I mean, there goes right. your whole day. Right. Exactly. So it's really uh, like the trick is like really counting your uh, your micros right and get the right amount of micros every day and do it every time every day like consistently yeah don't I mean, stop yeah. until your body start getting used to it and body becomes more efficient this is where you're going to switch gears and you start seeing results because your body is very dynamic but you're going to have to give it some time until it start changing true and i mean once you do it i mean i can speak from my own experience is that once you do it enough to the point where it becomes routine you don't even right. think about it anymore yes. However, I will say that even though we do do uh, like the six meals a day, yeah. as soon as I'm done, I just look forward to the next meal. I'm like, <laughs> Absolutely. That's the trick, man. That's the trick. A lot of people will be like, how am I going to lose weight while I'm eating six meals or five meals? I'm like, bro, I'm not going to starve you to death. I don't want to hmm. starve you to death. I want to work on your body where, it's wor- where your body's working for you. Yeah. So your metabolism is a weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Metabolism is like a bonfire. Mm. So the more food you are throwing within a day, let's say like two, like I would say the minimum is four meals a day if you want to keep your metabolism relatively high. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I go sometimes to six, not to seven. No, that's too much. But four, five to six, that basically you're telling the body that I have food coming all the time. Mm. So your body will like think and assess, okay, we are getting calories every four or five hours, three hours, four hours. 
let's keep burning more calories. Mm-hmm. So what is, the, what is the other side of this where you eat a meal or two a day? So your metabolism stops, slows down a little bit. Why? It's preventing you from being too hungry. So let's say that you're in a desert and you're starving, but your metabolism is fast. You're not going to last three days. You will die. Mm. So our body designed where when we are not eating much food, the metabolism slows down. So you can survive longer mm. and use the fat as energy. Yes. So if you stop eating, you will go to ketosis, and then you stop burning from your own fat, blah, blah, blah. But what I'm doing with you is exactly the opposite. I want to like give you the right amount of fat, give you the right amount of protein, right amount of carbs, and do it six times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because there will be... T- I mean, some days I can just breeze through it. Then there are some other days where my brain and my stomach are like in a battle with each other. Right. Yeah, so my brain... <laughs> yeah, my stomach's like, give me more. And my brain's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so like, you know... You gotta just, put the fork down. I know. It's like you wait two or three hours yes. before you can have the next yes. one. Yes, And... That's, that's what it is, man. It's all mental. I swear to God, it's all mental. I tell all my clients, it's like being in a boot camp like you are following a program if you have to say no to yourself for eating those oreos you gotta have to say no Mm. you cannot just say i'm just gonna have one why why would you why would you cheat yourself yes nobody's watching but why would you want to cheat yourself why don't you give yourself an opportunity to change Mm -hmm. by just saying no Saying no is hard nowadays. There's temptations everywhere. Everywhere you go, you want to go out with your Do you know friends. where we are? I know. Dude, the food around here in Nashville is there's outstanding. So much, so much food in here, so ah. much different food. Then always like there's more trends are coming up, more places ah. are opening. I, yeah, like when I moved here, I got like a and freshman 15 city. for sure. Yeah, the music city, man. You go out with your friends, there's always drinks, there's always beer, there's always, oh, let's get a bite here and there. That's why the life of a bodybuilder can be lonely. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, man. Literally, because you can do both. You can do both. Like for me, as an example, I wake up in the morning. I know, okay, first thing I got to do my breakfast. By the time I'm done with my breakfast, I'm thinking about my next meal. Mm. All right, I got to eat at what time? 11 o'clock. Boom. 11 o'clock. Then the third meal. Oh, okay, I'm going to throw in a shake. Fourth me because if you don't, you're gonna you're gonna lose it. Yeah. If you be got behind, you're gonna be way behind. You're not gonna be able to eat two clean foods right at ten o'clock before you be, go to bed. True. Yeah. yeah, I heard like you know if you're not you're not supposed to have anything past like what eight o'clock nine o'clock. Uh, I don't know how much truth there is to uh, that. I don't know about that, man. There's nothing wrong with eating food, the right food, mm. and go to bed because. When you are try- it depends on what you're trying to do as well. Like when you're trying to gain muscle and you're trying to maximize uh, protein synthesis, you need to have protein in your system almost all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't store protein in our body. We start we start we store pro- uh, carbohydrates and fat, but protein it will be disposed after mm. we eat it, digest it, it will be gone. So when you are going to sleep, you're sleeping for like six, seven, eight hours. So there's nothing coming in with your fast metabolism. You're going to be running out of food if you ate your last meal is like, let's say, 7 o'clock p.m. You went to sleep at night. You didn't eat anything. What does your stomach look like or where's your, your story of protein at 3 o'clock in the morning? Nice. Just chilling. So what if, like, you had some protein, like, so you had an opportunity to grow some muscle while you are sleeping, which is the perfect time where we recover. We lose fat and we grow muscle when we're sleeping. We don't grow muscle when we are on the bike or when we're in the gym. No, we Mm -hmm. destroy the muscle while we're up. And while we're sleeping, we're trying to grow that muscle. So you need to have the nutrients, the foundation, the cement that will build those fibers. I will say, speaking of the topic of sleeping, is that, you know, because I know, I know after like the day after a really good workout, you're probably, you're like approaching death. (laughs) <laughs> on some of those days when you yeah. wake up like i'll wake up and like oh shoot i have sciatica today <laughs> yeah man oh, shit. <laughs> pain pain uh in bodybuilding is something you gotta get used to oh of course like the lower back pain the sciatica pain the soreness pain all those pains if you're like one of those oh ah, ah no it's not for you bro Mm-mm. it's not for you you Mm-mm. gotta tough it out you gotta say it's okay i'm doing this for a purpose I'm doing this for a goal 
And because it hurts, I want to do it more. Because if it's easy, anybody will be outside with six packs with the perfect, gorgeous, basic bodies in there. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to differentiate yourself? How are you going to shine by doing the things that people don't do? Everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but nobody want to do the hard work. No, and people don't realize like the amount of time Have, it takes exactly. too. It does. It does. Yeah, I mean, not just bodybuilding, but anything. Yeah, consistency yeah, and hard work, and a lot. I mean, I can speak to you this in the in the stand up world. A lot of failing, a lot of bombing. Definitely. Even now, booing. yes. No, yeah, sure. nobody is a dude. Even like, even like, you know. The greats, right? Even like Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr right. or David Tell, those like the greats of our generation, and they are not exempt to that, oh, despite yeah. being on top. They've said it. Yeah. They've said it. You're gonna fail. Oh yeah, they'll be. You're gonna fail. A whole you know lot what? Of the failure. failure is your first success. Yeah. And it doesn't stop. Never. Stops. Yeah, it never stops, and some people cannot deal with that. Right. Yeah. Some people they bec- they let me let me let me let me let me try to tell you how people sometimes approach it. They have motivation in the beginning. Hmm. They come in, they're motivated, full force. They taste the first week, the first boo, the first uh, hard training. That motivation drops a little bit. And then they do the second week, that motivation drops a little bit. And then they lose that motivation. And I'm like, I'm not motivated. I'm not going to go to work out today. I don't feel like it. I'm not motivated. I say bullshit. Hmm. Because motivation is not going to get you fucking nowhere. Motivation is temporary. It's going to be there for a little bit. Just because you saw something on, on your YouTube or like you saw somebody or you talked to somebody, that gives you some motivation, which is great, awesome. But if you don't have the consistency to back it up, you are wasting your time. Mm. Nobody wants to go work out every day. Nobody, I don't want to fucking work out every day. <laughs> fucking hurts. I'd rather be chilling. But I don't. I got to go and do this work. I got mm-hmm. to. I got to. Nobody yeah. likes to go and put a lot of work on their back. I feel all that pain. So some people, yeah, I love to do it. Okay, when you're motivated. But about what about those days that you don't feel like going? Mm-hmm. Those are the days that matters. Yes. Yes, those they do. Those are the days that matters. Yeah. When yeah. you feel like you, I really don't want to go and you say like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're going. And we get, and, and it, surprisingly, you get best days of lifting on those days. For me, when I feel like I'm not feeling it, it's not the day for me to train, I end up having the best training sessions, I swear to God. Because you just put yourself out there, you, you push like, like hey, we got to do this. And you end up really doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can at least take comfort knowing that, hey, all right, I did it. Yes. Versus just plopped on the couch right. and, you know, because watching. Because you know what? That's yeah. going to open a door for you being lazier. Mm, that's true. Not only in bodybuilding, it's going to be a door that is going to make you lazier at your job, with your relationship, because it's like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep happening to you. Yeah. Unless if you say, you know what? I'm not that kind of person. I'm not that guy. I'm not that girl. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put 110% every day. Even if I don't like it. Even if I hate it. Even if I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm going to put my music on and I'm going to fucking get it done. That's what consistency will get you. Yeah, man. I mean, it's true just for anything. And I want to go back to uh, what we were talking about with like, you know, carbs and proteins and all that. Is that one of my favorite stereotypes about bodybuilders is, is that... Bodybuilders are just a bunch of like knuckle dragging Neanderthals yeah, and like meatheads. Meat yeah. yeah, it's like, Ugh, yeah, okay. where's my protein, bro? Stop <laughs> <that> protein. <laughs> protein, bro. Yeah, they could just throw in barrels and Mario. I I heard I heard something the other day. It was like uh, some uh, somebody like had like a a video and there's some talking in the background and uh, saying that bodybuilders, yes, like you're saying, they're not like. What everybody says that they're like, you know, meatheads and stuff like that. Bodybuilders mostly a bunch of broken men that are trying to get their shit together. Mm. Really. And it's interesting because for me, I felt that being at the gym, training really made me recover some of my trauma that I had in my past. Right. Because I can really think about this stuff while I am training. And kind of like let it out. Yes. So you feel like 
oh, okay, I felt good doing this. Mm. You let things go. That's, yeah, it can be, it's very therapeutic. I wouldn't go so far, like, you know, everybody says, oh, the gym is my therapy or comedy is my therapy. I wouldn't necessarily call that, it's therapeutic, but therapy is therapy. Therapy is therapy. (laughs) No, no, the dumbbell is not going to talk about your feeling for sure. No, no, but it's, (laughs) but it's definitely good to like vent some things out. Like, um, like say you're like, you're doing like 12 reps, you're on your last three and usually the the last three are the worst. This is where you like say my, your body is telling you stop. Yeah. And then your brain goes to that place where, hey, remember right. that time where this person wronged you? That's it. That's <laughs> it. You, you, you have that vision. So like, you motherfucker! Ah! Then, I don't know where this energy come from, man. You just get it. Oh, yeah. dude, spite it. is probably one of the best motivators. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why we had that reputation. Yes. Because we sound very angry when we do <laughs> those. <Like, "Bleh!" laughs> yeah, if you're going to be that guy making all the noise. It was like, oh my God, he's so yeah, annoying. He yeah. Meanwhile, it's like, He's working through some stuff. He's working through some stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, man, yeah, I, I love the sport, man. The sport uh, really helped me. And see, I, I would just say it saved my life and made me the guy that I am right now. Without For sure, it, man. I, be, I don't know where I'll be at. I don't hey, know where I'll be at. Hey, at least we can take care of knowing, hey, at least we can say you did it. Versus, yeah, well, I'm still doing it. Oh, I'm still, still doing, doing it. I'm still yeah. doing it. I, I don't, I'm, like I said, man, I'm nowhere even close to where I want to be uh, when it comes to like, you know, a career wise. But I'm very happy with my clientele. I really, I'm really good. F- I'm, I have great relationships with my clients. You're one of them. Mm, uh, I'm I take, amazing. I, I take them as my friends before their clients. Um, I, as you know, like, you know, I, I ask about more personal things about them. Like, I try to connect with them. And I try to put myself in their shoes sometimes when they're not on the plan and try to, like, really motivate them. Because, mm. like I said, like a motivation is bad. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. So, me is, my job, I feel like, as a trainer or a coach is put that motivation in and try to introduce consistency to it. Because that's the recipe. If I can pass you that recipe... You won't need me no more, which is mm. a bad news for me, but you will change your life. <laughs> it you can. change your own life. Yeah, because consistency certainly is key. And um, what I was going to say, now I want to ask, um, uh, going back to, you know, intelligence. Yes. Because, I mean, we're all not just a bunch of hulks. I mean, it'd be great. But, um, but we were talking about, like, you know, protein and, like, mm-hmm. uh, like carbs and proper nutrition. Yes. And a lot of people don't realize that you might as well just be a qualified microbiologist at that point. <laughs> because, I mean... It can get hard and complicated, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's not like you're, like, you know, you have a microscope back in your right, locker or right, something. Right, right, right. But, you know, the science behind it is... Definitely. I mean... Definitely we, fascinating. Absolutely. Nowadays, man, like, we can know what works for us and what doesn't. 20 years ago, we didn't. Mm-mm. But they still did an amazing job. Like, you know, the 70s eras, the 80s eras. Oh, God. When it was, yeah. yeah, that's when, like, it really but spiked. The science today is amazing. Mm. Like, it made it so much easier for us as a bodybuilder to get from point A to point B. It definitely has. Yeah. Like, the old school is there, yes. I, I, I trust the old school. But there's new school nowadays that will get you there faster which is less steps more straight point yeah what was it work smarter not harder exactly exactly mm-hmm. a lot of people go to the gym spend three hours at the gym a lot of people uh do the same movements over and over like they do but like I, I as you know i'm at the gym all the time so i spend like three four hours before i I, like, I train myself and I, then I, I spend another four hours on top. So I'm like around five to six hours a day. So I see people train all the time and I'll be like, okay, um, I'll, I'll, I can't stop to not notice that, you know, as an example, you're walking into the gym, you start doing your workout. And then after you do workout, you do exactly the same workout but a different machine. And then you go to the third one, exactly the same thing. So that's not smart. Mm-hmm. You end up working out for like eight different sets for 20 reps each. You broke yourself and then you take a selfie and like deuces paid. Yes, this is you came in and you worked out. Good for you. I'm proud of you. But try to learn, especially nowadays, social media, YouTube. There's a lot of bodybuilders, influencers will tell you what to do or not to do. Myself still included. I still watch podcasts about 
prepping, uh, getting ready for a show, contest prep, uh, training, hypotrophy. It's 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 a big ocean, man. It's a big oh, ocean. Oh yeah, there's I mean you can learn. There's, there's always way to learn. Yeah. yeah, you can definitely fall down that kind of rabbit hole. Now, yeah. I was wondering about this. Now you've done like you know your fair share of shows. Yes. Is there any such? I mean, like I know you've got there's like posing routines. Definitely. And, yeah. I'm, well, I'm I a mean, poser. I, I I coach posing too. Yeah. I'm a classic physique competitor, and I uh, I, I coach my competitors how to pose yeah i've seen properly. you uh work with other guys in that in that giant in that giant room yes, with all yeah. the mirrors so yeah. you know like you know how to probably you know Definitely. turn your shoulders or exactly. how like you because know focus every physique every physique has a different structure so what you're trying to do is try to expose the best features of your physiques to the judges this is how you're gonna win if you're gonna just stop like stand straight on a bulk way where you are showing your weaknesses versus your your best points yeah, they're going to go and pick the other guy. So for me, I try to like give the judges what they want with the best features that you got. Mm. This is where you guarantee yourself that, oh, what they're going to look at, they're going to look at something good, the best version of how I look. So posing is very important. Whatever is the category that you're competing in, whether you're doing the, the female version or the, the male categories, um, posing is number one. Even if you have a great condition, you have a great physique, but you're a terrible poser, you cannot show that points. Yeah, yeah that's why I wanted to ask. See, what, what would it, like, you know, we all know what bombing in terms of stand-up is. I want to know what bombing in terms of, like, you know, doing a competitive bodybuilding show would be like. Uh, bombing is like getting on stage not in shape. Yeah, just coming out all just job of the huddy. Uh more of like yeah well that's definitely <laughs> yeah that's an all know, that's an all mac l right there if you don't know how to do the routine that's terrible because you know the judges will be calling uh certain shots and if you don't know how to do them they they're they're, they're gonna place you the last mm. but the biggest the biggest the biggest that I, for me is not being in shape mm. that's why i would never step on stage unless if i'm 100 percent, i know that i am in shape because if you are winning your last look for me that's a win so if i'm better from last time i don't give a shit where i place as long as that i'm getting better yeah it's you versus you a lot of people put who's next to me who's doing the show oh my god my cortisol is going up oh i'm stressed out this is how you fuck up mm -hmm. what you do is you look at your old pictures from your last show and you compare them what you are right now you're doing better Okay, you win. Nice. Yeah, because I couldn't think of, I mean, I certainly could think of some embarrassing things, but some, there's something about standing on stage in just a little tidy whitey onesie. <laughs> We've seen that. <laughs> with it people happens. just making a royal ass of themselves. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I've bombed on stage, but at least I have my clothes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people do it just for the fun of it. They'd be like, oh, I just want to step on stage just because I, it wasn't my check it, you know, my bucket yeah, list. Yeah, yeah your, uh, yeah, your bucket like, list. Okay, do it for fun. But at the same time, the guy next to you, he spent 16 weeks dying oh. to get there. Oh, yeah. I, I always I see pe uh, pictures on like Instagram, like, yeah. you know, 10 weeks out, 8 yeah. weeks out. Yeah, it gets and, harder when you get closer. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, time. Less, less food, mm -hmm. so you are in a deficit, and you're doing way much more. So you are trying to burn more calories than you're eating. With less food, with, with less food you're going to start feeling like shit. Especially if you're not refeeding for like two, a week or a whole two weeks. Mm -hmm. So you're, this is where you dig deep. And you're going to see me when I compete for a show. You're going to be like, yeah, so you're not. You're not cool today. I'll be like, I know. <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> I hate everybody. Yeah. Yeah. How you feel today? I hate myself and I, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we choose to do it. Uh, I'm personally, I don't bitch. I don't mm. bitch. I, I love being in prep. I love to challenge myself. I love saying no to myself. I prove myself that I'm still the fucking boss. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like, hey, you, I'm not going to go and get weak just because something that makes me want. Like, I, I want to eat because I'm hungry. I can say no. Mm -hmm. I want to say no. I want to prove that to myself. Now, uh, we're almost out of time. I want to ask you this. So, uh, what is your go-to cheat? Cheat Burger meal. fries, man. Oh. Man. Burger and uh, fries. Burger uh. and fries. 
it's been it's been it's been burger friends for quite some years man yeah yeah do you like a what do you uh get like a certain way or do you have like certain well, top you or? cannot you can you never go wrong with five guys that's one. Oh, oh man oh my god so generous with their freaking fries <laughs> and i fucking hate when i go to like you know you know burger joints you know you go to um bigger places like restaurants and you 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 order a burger and they give you like a couple of fries and you look at them like that i'm like motherfucker i haven't had that for two three fucking four weeks yeah you can look at their fries until yeah. that came that came out of a frozen bag <laughs> not only that it's just a couple yeah i need more oh yeah i mean yeah what, what's good about what five guys do they cut their stuff fresh it's yeah besides that day that, yeah you can't go wrong and they that. bring waterboard yeah. your bag oh, for yeah. fries do you like the cajun fries in uh in five guys oh like I, oh yeah spicy fries. Oh, oh i'm all about oh, it yeah man oh Just get all veiny right after you oh the sodium oh. is insane oh yeah once yeah what yeah once you get that um yeah yeah well how do i usually get it? so it's like uh bacon uh jalapenos hot sauce pickles ketchup mustard lettuce like that makes a difference. Do you throw an extra padding there? Yeah, sometimes they'll do a double. You should, man. Yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah. No, no, not a double. You have to do a triple. They, it's oh, usually, triple. It usually come as a double. Mm. But if you do an extra one, mm. that's really will fill you up. All right. Yeah, uh, that's a cheat meal, <laughs> bro. No, I mean, no, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm giving you a green light. You're giving, me, you're giving me a ben mental bookmark right now. <laughs> extra patty, baby. Yeah. Man, I've done the fourth cat, uh, four patty before. Four, four patties, yeah, four oh, patties that, with the with the medium fries. You just call it a I day after it. that. Oh yeah, I was done. Oh, I was done. Yeah, because I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, just whenever I like cheat days, just matter more when you have them, right? Cause, like, because because you, you deserve them. Of course, you've earned it, and it tastes better. Yeah, and also I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but suddenly I've just become obsessed with food shows. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's this dude man this dude his 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 channel called beard meets meat beards meet meat yeah and he had this big massive beard okay and like he has this british accent and he go places where they have challenges and man i just i just like to watch him eat knowing that he makes a fucking mess <laughs> just like me but I love to fucking see him eat. And every time I see one of his episodes, I got to go to my DoorDash and get me something. <laughs> I got to, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. right now I'm in off season, so I can, yeah, yeah. I can get away with yeah, it. Yeah, you can get away You can get away with it. Hell, I mean. <laughs> I can get away with it. Yeah. I mean, hell, you mean you look better off season than most people. Oh, when appreciate they're, you. When they're doing Thank that so regular Thank you so not much, season. Man. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm getting that pro card. Like, I'm going to say right now, next year, I'm getting my fucking pro card, bro. Fuck yeah, IFBB. Hell yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, you, you they don't just give those out. Man, it's the standards is getting harder every year. That's but, what I love about that, it. That's not a bad thing. No, it's making you feel like it's making you work even harder for something that not a lot of people can get. So when you have it, when you earn it, you can be proud of it. Mm-hmm. Can be proud of it. Yeah, man. Definitely. Alrighty, so I think that just man, that was quick. Yeah, man, man dude, th man. this stuff flies by. I know. Yeah. I enjoyed this. Yeah. So before we this. go, uh, we already spoke about your favorite cheat meal. Now, what is your favorite cheat dessert? Oh man, dessert. What do you say for dessert? Because meal is one mm. thing, but dessert is something completely different. I've been uh, I've been messing with those crumble cookies. <gasps> oh my god. <sighs> Get you a oh. get you a four pack, man. Oh my god! Yeah, like you will be. There's no way you can put everything, anything in after those two. No, like you will be foolish. Like you will hate food by the time you go to sleep, which oh. is that's that's basically that's your mission. Mm. You miss those foods so much, so you shove all that food in your face to the point where, like, you know what? I'm good for a week. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all that much. I mean, you get they change it up every oh, yeah. every oh, week. Whatever the end the menu, I'll just take it. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, just I can just spoil it all. Yep. Whatever's on the counter, just throw in a box. Oh, man, and they're so good. Yeah, I mean, it's so fucking. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, massive, dude. Like, 
I don't know what just watching these food shows is better than porn these days. Oh, it, absolutely, man. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, now yeah. that dopamine on porn is not as good as it used to. No. So now my dopamine is getting released more on No, like when the la- food. <laughs> no, when the, like when the lady fucks the pizza boy, I'm focusing on the pizza. <laughs> on the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh dude. What's your favorite pizza since you're Oh, okay. Uh well usually no, it's no it's, BS. I mean, well, coming from the northeast. Um, well, we've all heard of like the typical chains, like, you know, Domino's, Papa John's, which is fine. However, in my experience, it's usually just like the, the local hole in the wall kind of place. Yeah. Like the one like. Is it thin or thick crust? It's like, it's like more in the thin sides, but it's it's like medium thin. So like Brooklyn style, Hmm? Brooklyn style, I guess where it's kind of, yeah, it's a little more kind of flappy. Yeah. 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 But, but you know, there's the right amount of oil to it. There's the right amount of sauce cheese uh, i like to throw some red pepper on it okay and yeah i mean when it's uh so only, do you eat like only cheese or you put pepperoni oh no i throw on pepperoni uh spicy italian sausage jalapenos oh, yeah, um meaty. yeah yeah meat lovers all yeah. the way don't tell me you do pineapple I'll, i'm not i'm not against i'm not against I'll, I'll drop it you right now i'm not against it <laughs> i've never gone out of my way to get hawaiian pizza of all that doesn't sound bad but I've never gone yeah. out of my way. I couldn't. I, couldn't I mean, if it's I free and it's available, hell I mean, yeah, I'll take yeah. a bite. I'll yeah, but like, yeah, I remind that... myself why I hate it. But yeah, but I'm not like I need pineapple on my pizza. It's just like, hey, if it's free and it's there, fine, yeah. I'll have it. But it's not gonna be my top choice. Yeah, it has to be cheese, man. Cheese oh and yeah, pepperoni. Yeah, cheese, pepperoni, or yeah. meat lovers all the way. And yeah, like the crust needs to have like not too. Medium, but not too thin either. It needs like a very amount of flappiness. Do you like it like well done crunchy on the sides, like on the crust, the outside crust? On the outside, uh, there's, I don't, I don't like it too crunchy. I mean, the very amount of crunch is good, mm-hmm. but when it's like, you know, when I'm biting the plywood, that's something completely different. Man, you made me hungry just now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we doing a burger after this? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, we're going to check out that new place. Oh, most definitely. They yeah, have we're, some beers too. Yeah, we're, we're going to call it a day after that. <laughs> All right, buddy, well... Yeah, hey, so thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was fun coming and talking. Uh, let's do it again. For, for sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this yeah, was a yeah. good time. Awesome, man. All right. All well, right. everybody, thank you guys for listening. Uh, before we go, Yasser, I know you got your socials and your website. So, yeah, feel free to plug those in. Thank you guys for watching. I appreciate your time. Uh, you can follow me on XYAS Fitness on my Instagram and Facebook. Um, my uh Website is also xiasfitness.com. Uh, reach out if you want some tips and help in fitness uh, or personal training. Uh, hit me up. Wonderful. Thank you guys All again. Right. And once again, my socials, in case you ever want to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, what, Twitter. I barely have touched that thing. But, yeah, it's at Tony Tell Joke. You can find all more of my dates coming up all the time. And on that, thank you for listening. Review, subscribe, all that typical stuff. Make the algorithm. Subscribe. You know, yes, yes. Fuck the algorithm in the ass. Yeah. And yeah, thank you. Make thank Tony you rich. Again. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that'll just work out swimmingly. Yes. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.